What would you say one tangible thing that an athlete or someone else who is going to go through some form of transition in life, what's the first thing they should do? Uh, That's a bar. No, I want to be a pro, man. I want to go to the league. You played with people like Pascal Siakam. You played with the Bueller brothers. You played in Finland, Belgium, Austria, Israel. You think you could have played in the NBA? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I went to this guy and the man said, I hope you have enough money saved up because you won't be playing too long. Dog, this is my second year pro. <laughs> that he's telling me this. You know? Am I a failure? What did I do? I wasted time. Damn, yeah. I should have stretched more. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about something else. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I was scrambling. I didn't know what was next. All I knew was basketball. Yeah. Did you elongate your career because you didn't know what else to do next? Welcome to another episode of You Only Die Twice. And in this episode, we will be talking to Daniel Mullings. Daniel Mullings went to New Mexico State University. From there, he had a nine-year career and played in countries like Finland and Israel. He's currently playing for the Scarborough Shooting Stars, where in 2023, he won a championship. Before we start this episode, the best way for you to support this podcast is by liking, commenting, subscribing, and also sharing with a friend. But without further ado, let's get into it. biggest reason why I wanted to have you here um, you're the first guest that, that that we've had thus far that is still technically a player like mm -hmm. you're still you're still playing you haven't stopped playing yet you you know you haven't quote-unquote died mm -hmm. so and as much as I know you I don't so you're one of the people I was like this would be a good opportunity for not only for me to get to know you more but for me to talk about or talk to someone who's still going through mm -hmm. um, and is eventually gonna go through you know that transitional journey oh, yeah um, so when did you realize you were like good at basketball? Because you obviously played multiple sports. Yeah, you know you got you got lost in sports. But when do you know you were like nice at ball? Maybe tenth grade. I thought like from there, because I I had a growth spurt. Mm hmm. I was like in like ninth grade. I was like five three. Five, Serious? Four. Yeah. Wow. I was small man. I was pinched. <laughs> and then I got a, and then I, I I had a little I had a little growth spurt from like. Ninth grade summer to tenth grade, I got oh, like to about five nine, five ten. Okay, okay. And then, and then like everything started to come together. Mm -hmm. Like and then, uh, my first year of high school, it was like a mixed ninth, tenth grade team, and I played, but not not as much. And then tenth grade, it was just a tenth grade team. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of like became my team i was kind of like the 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 best the leader on the team and from there um you know i started to get used to my body a little bit mm -hmm. um the my athleticism really started kicking in um and then i think from there i'm like yo i'm, I'm getting nice you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. um and start getting a little hype from the people around you start yeah. telling you you're good yeah, yeah yeah and i'm going around um you know to all the gyms to the rec centers all that and now i'm starting to build something for myself a, a little my, reputation yeah mm -hmm. and like my name is starting to go around a little bit you know so at that point where you like i'm gonna choose i'm gonna make this choice i'm gonna go become a pro or do you just want to just hoop so that you know you can get a scholarship you can play d1 because it was hard to do it back then no, I want to be a pro, man. Like, 
you know, I want to, I want to be, I want to go to the league. What I was like, and I knew because I knew it was so hard. I be, like, I made it a mission to to do it, to do it, mm-hmm. like step by step. I knew it was hard to um, get a scholarship, mm-hmm. but it's like to me, it wasn't that hard. Like because I kind of put the, I had like a mindset, like a mentality, like yo, if these like there's a couple people doing it, but this is what I love. And if I put like all my attention to detail and focus on on this and I'm like, it's a genuine passion of mine, then like I thought that I could do it. Like that was in my, there was no thought in my mind that I couldn't um, get that done, Mm -hmm. you know? And I felt like that's what kind of drove me. So I would play basketball any chance that I get like school I went straight from school to the rec center like every day I was going around going everywhere to hoop um and against anybody Mm -hmm. like I just not afraid of to play against anyone not Mm -hmm. afraid to go against um any challenge like basketball wise like I felt like you know if I give myself a fair chance to do it then I can accomplish it so like I feel like that was my mindset so I, I wanted to be um go to the league and then like be a pro and i was like you know what so my first goal was like yo if i can get to d1 then i'm gonna be a pro Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i just have to fight through this right here Mm -hmm. and and get to d1 i didn't know how it was gonna look like Mm -hmm. or how i was gonna do it Mm -hmm. but i just knew i was gonna get there you think you could have played in the nba um yeah yeah i think i had like a um a small window i would say like around my junior year in college Mm -hmm. where like that was probably like my best year Mm -hmm. um um you know after i got like as player of the year defensive first team Mm -hmm. and like we went to the tournament and i played well like against san diego state so i was like yo i felt like this was the time that i'm like all right cool i feel like you know that i have a good chance of making it there and I could do something for myself. What happened? Um, I think I went back to school. So I went back after that junior year. You didn't declare for the draft? After my junior? Yeah. No. Because I didn't know, um, I didn't have anybody around me to kind of like advise me and be like, yo, like you had a great year here. So at least let's see if we could explore this and then declare. If not, mm-hmm. then we can you can still start your professional career. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't have any of that. Um, so, and then like the whole, my mom uh, wanted me to just go finish back to school. school yeah, school of course. Everything. So I didn't know, right? So I'm just thinking, all right, cool. Let's, um, we fell short, didn't get to go to the next round. Mm-hmm. Let's come back um, next year, retool, refo- refocused, and, um, you know, let's build on this. And How'd then, you even get to New Mexico State? Um, that was crazy in itself um my senior year in high school i didn't even have any offers seriously i didn't have any offers i had um i was gonna go i had a couple juco um offers that came like later on that i was really considering um and then there's uh paul weir um he saved my life bro like from he's from uh canada as well and he was a associate head coach at New Mexico State. Mm. Um, he recruited Tyrone, too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and Ernst. Mm-hmm. Like, all the Canadians, he's Ronaldo Dixon. 
Benzo. Benzo. <laughs> he he yeah. recruited all of us. Like okay. that pipeline. Yeah. That was uh, all Paul Weir. Like that Bro, I used to, Canadian. I used to call that school Canada U. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Every Canada year. Canada State. Because every year there was. At, like four or five. At Canadian. least. Yeah, yeah. At least. That's that's Paul Weir. Yeah. Like he's responsible Shout for that. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to P, man. Um, yeah. He. I don't know where he came from, but he came along and um, had an interest in me. And then uh, it was at, I had a good game at the um, All Canada Classic, mm-hmm. um, and because I was still like everybody were going was going places like Pangos was in there, mm-hmm. Mike was in was mm-hmm. in that All Star game, Matthew Wright, Sim, like all these guys had places they were going, mm-hmm. and like then you came to mine and it was just undecided. You know, interesting. Yeah, so on, on the list of on the on list, the, on the list right? it says all the names. Yeah, on the list okay. it says all the names, and it goes going to go like, Pangos, <laughs> yeah, going yeah, to yeah, Gonzaga, yeah. going right. here, going right, here, right. and then it came down to mine, and it was just like undecided, All right? And like, I kind of that kind of that was fuel for me, right? Mm-hmm. Not having uh, any any offers and stuff like that. But then P came along, and then he, uh, you know, offered. Me, New Mexico State, and like me being stubborn, I almost didn't go. Serious? Yeah, because I redshirted. Redshirted so which year? Uh, my first year because I didn't qualify. I didn't qualify right away to play. Huh. So why academically? Yeah. Okay. So um, then I had to. That was part of it, right? Like the redshirt one year, and then I would be eligible for the four years. But because I was so used to playing so much every year, like. I didn't want to do that, so you I'd rather take, yeah. take um, I'd take the chance on myself to go to JUCO Interesting. And, and play two years and then figure it out from there. Like that was my mindset. Like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'm not going there because I'm not sitting out, and I'll bet on myself. Go here two years and then I'll, I'll figure it out, mm-hmm. right? And um, so he wasn't hearing it. Like I told him that, <laughs> and he wasn't hearing it. So who do you think he went to? <laughs> he went to Mom Dukes. So he went to my mom. So the whole time I'm like talking to these Jukos and I'm like, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. To go home and my my mom is like, I don't know what you, <laughs> I don't know what you think you got going on, but that's where you're going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's where you're going. So that's how I ended up going there. Oh, that's amazing. You know, I, I got to say your your mother, every time, um, and we'll, you know, we'll like, we'll get to Scarborough, but every time I see your mom. It is, uh, she's embracing me with love. And your, mo- your mom doesn't really know me. You know mm. what I'm saying? She knows, she knows I know you, and mm. but I'm always embraced with love. And I honestly see where you get a lot of your personality from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really comes from your mom. And, uh, you know, shout out to, you know, yeah, you know, you know shout out to her. For shout sure. out to Debbie Sparks, man. Yeah, yeah. she's, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dog. That's my dog. Yeah. She's, she's, she's cool. And, she knows it now, like, cause everybody. So she'll, oh yeah, like even when she she'll see you somewhere and she'd be like, yeah, I seen this. I'm so popular. Yeah. I seen this person <laughs> over here. Like she so, is, man. She's a star. And when bro, when you're not playing, oh god, the Jamaican comes out yeah. and the, the accent. Yo, Daniel, I don't know, Daniel's sitting on the bench. Yeah, 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 I can't even do it properly, but you know, <laughs> oh, dog, it's hilarious. Like, yeah, 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 she's yeah. she's uh she's something else, man. She's something else. She definitely is. And I just learned. I'm just like, yo, she's gonna do. What she's gonna do. So like, I didn't even. <laughs> Like you know, there's I never will be like yo chill because I just know I'm just like ah oh, man, she's gonna be cussing regardless. Yeah. Referees, any, anybody, anybody can get it. Anybody, like me too. I'll, oh, you brought me here to come watch and you're not doing nothing. Like 
<laughs> I just I'll just go home like yeah. those are th- that's her you know <laughs> but that but I feel like that helped me too I I I it wasn't like a it, it didn't bother me because I just knew what she was coming with but I knew her intentions and she loved the because of like me and then my brothers like she fell in love with the game also yeah right and then she became passionate like yeah. as passionate as us for it so like when she started to learn the rules and of the game and stuff like then now she's talking like that's yeah. a travel you didn't see that yeah like you know but she's watching the game and she's learning mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. you know so it's like that's just amazing to even just to be able to see her like in a be in that setting and like know what she's talking about and you know interact and, and then like interact and everything so i was just like let her do her thing but i'm locked in on the game you know uh-huh yeah. uh-huh no, that's no that's that's amazing you 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 were known for your explosiveness you were known for your athleticism and honestly your dog defensively mm-hmm. um you know you played really hard on both ends of the floor we saw we see the the accolades you know um at new mexico state describe your your style of play like where did that come from where where did that aggression aggression and 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 energy that you play where did that come from um i don't know i think that's just that's just the um maybe i think like my environment man i think like because even just being so competitive in the household Mm -hmm. um you know starting from my mom and then down to me and then my brothers were all so competitive and just i feel like we just it's just something you gotta be born with you just gotta have the heart man like Mm -hmm. it's just like there's a lot of basketball players that don't have heart what do you mean by heart what is it how how do you define that it's just having like like taking pride on defense like just not wanting the person in front of you to be better than you just wanting to be the best you know what Mm -hmm. i mean just not giving up on anything whether it's a play you know like just respecting the game and having bringing energy and effort that's Mm -hmm. what like that those are things that you can control as a player Mm -hmm. so what i figured out like with my athleticism is i can get rebounds I get a lot of rebounds. Like a lot of people can't do what I do as far as having energy and effort rebounding the basketball. Rebounding the basketball means I can get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> On offense, I could get another possession. Yeah. So now I can get another possession and I can do what I want. Like I could score. You got the ball so you can do whatever you want. Exactly. Now I could score or and or I can make a play for somebody else. And at New Mexico State, that was your mentality. Yeah, um, you know, as a redshirt, right? Like, you, yeah. So, so then your mom made you go there, and then you redshirted that first year. So mm-hmm. you had to prove yourself. Yeah. And you played with people like Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. You played with, you played with the Bueller brothers. Mm-hmm. You played with the guy I worked out with, Bonja. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonja, Bonja, the most athletic player, naturally athletic player I've ever, I've ever played with. Yes. You played with Ty Watson. You played yeah. with with you played with Benz, of course. Mm-hmm. Our our guys. Mm-hmm. Um. When you see the success of Pascal, Bonja played in Europe. I think last time I checked, he was playing in Serbia. Mm-hmm. Compared that to your game, do you felt as or do you feel as though you could have been in 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 that situation as well? Um. Yeah, yeah, but not in a jealous way. Mm-hmm. Just more so in like, if I had that opportunity as well. Uh, um. Yeah, for sure. Like if I, 
if I had those opportunities, then yeah, I would definitely, um, you know, seize the the moment and opportunities. But I also understand that everybody's uh, path is different, you know. So I, I just understood that like I my path is going this way and theirs is that way, you know, which is um, which like I'm okay with, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm 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 happy to be able to watch them and support and to see where they're at mm -hmm. right and um to to know that we've all played together like you're you know a part I mean? of their success we're a part of each other's success exactly like we played together we had success together um and like just knowing that at that time you know um that our skill playing together is like we're we're you know on the same level mm -hmm. and just like just knowing that i'm it's like I'm not far away from that, you know what I mean? Like that's just a situation that worked out for them, and then this is my situation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You had well, you still you're still in it. You're nine year pro, played in Finland, Belgium, Austria, Israel. Um, what were your favorite places to play? Um. I would say Finland was was great because we played. We were in two leagues, so we played Champions League. Champions that was the first. That was the first year of Champions yeah. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it it was cool because, um, we got to travel so much. Yeah, you know, like uh, we had to uh, the qualification round. Mm -hmm. We played Sweden, so we got to travel there, and then in our pool, like we had, like Italy, France. Israel, Ukraine, mm -hmm. Russia, like all these places. So got to travel, you know, in that in that span of those couple of months, got to travel to all those countries and while playing. Like, you know what I mean? Like so it was being able to enjoy the moment there in Finland and then just be able to have other life uh memories traveling with teammates and then also being able to play in those different countries also. So I'd say like Finland um, it's definitely up there, and we won the championship. Can't go wrong, right? So you've been winning then that whole year. You was winning. Yeah, 2016 yeah, was a great year. <laughs> great year. Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy the culture over there in Europe? Because a lot of people, you know, it's, it's either like hit or miss, especially yeah. for you know Canadian or American. Um, for, I loved it. Yeah. Because I just I like I love traveling, you yeah. know, and I love the, I love how um, you know, how laid back and just chill. And just relax. The whole culture is, you know, just every, just Europe is just everybody's doing their own thing, you know, yeah. and going at their own pace, doing their own thing. And, um, you know, I'm a bit of a explorer. So everywhere that I've been, I'm, I go out into, you know, the city and just walk around and, and you know, just pop in certain places just for the experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, um, I enjoy that whole thing of being able to travel to Europe and just being over there and the lifestyle, the fashion, everything. Yeah. You're okay with, with like being on your own. You don't have an issue with the isolation involved with being no. over there. Some people, some people don't, don't, don't like that. No, I love it. Yeah. Actually. I love it. Cause it's a peace of mind. Yeah. And then you're able to build, you know, create your routine, build your own habits, mm -hmm. um, work on yourself a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, just if you want to be like, you know, just a better person, you can definitely spend a lot of time to be able to 
do that. Um, did you think you did that when you were over there? Like, yeah, said, I took it serious. You know, yeah. like there's certain things that I wanted to implement into my daily routines. What did you work on when you were there? Um, like my mental a lot. You know, being able to incorporate like meditation. Yeah, that's a big practice for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. like um, you know, being able to. I was able to challenge myself too, getting up earlier, oh. meditating, stretching, um, reading, mm. like f falling in love with reading again, um, you know, because you have so much time. So now you have to figure out how you can properly manage your time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause You're your own boss. Exactly. Yeah. So I enjoyed that part of it, just, um, you know, doing groceries, cooking, um, just being responsible, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like just yeah. being responsible and like living the right way. Like obviously when you first get over there, everything when you're younger, you want to, you know, eat out and do everything and just everything, everything is all over the place. But then after, as you start to mature and year by year, now mm -hmm. you want to implement different things into your regimen. You talked about this a little bit earlier, and I want to I want to go back to it because it's, it's it's important. It's something that um, I thought about when I was even on the way here. Like it's something when I was overseas, I, di I didn't have to you know I didn't experience. But you were over there as a young father. Yeah. And you're you're playing like when I was playing basketball, I was playing to be a pro. I was playing to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, this is how I'm going to make it in my life. Mm -hmm. You're playing to provide, mm -hmm. right? And even if you're not directly doing that, you're indirectly doing that. Right. Because the money you're making, things you're doing is not just for you. You have mm -hmm. a child to take care of. So what was that experience like? Did it did you add any pressure to yourself? Were you were you thinking about like every game I have to perform or else, you know? Um I don't think I I didn't put those extra pressures no. on myself, but okay. I, I just retooled my mindset and understood that I'm just no longer playing for myself. Mm. And like now my daughter is here. You know, the, the universe is, is funny and it's cool because <laughs> all those years that I was traveling, yeah. right? After we won the championship in 2016, I had to get surgery. I had to get knee surgery, like microfracture surgery. A lot of people don't even know that. I don't know that. I, yeah. didn't, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to get microfracture surgery like on my jumping leg. and uh. And then... So that year when I found out I had to get surgery, I had to miss a whole year. And then, so I was able to be there for her when she, be here when she was born. Uh, yeah. And then you went overseas. And then after, so I was there, and then I went back after. So the injury was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Is that the only serious injury that you've had? It's the most serious. Okay. I had a lot of injuries. Okay. Um, yeah, Nick, like knickknacks or like no. ones that require surgery? Yes, I had a lot of surgery. Really? I had... Yeah, I, I fractured my jaw before in college. I played with a wired jaw, like, in college. Interesting. I didn't know For that. a month. Okay. Yeah, that's why okay. I couldn't talk. Like, and then... How did that happen? Um, on a rebound, somebody elbowed me. Oh, shit. And then, yeah, I couldn't, like, bite down on this side. You're on your Kanye West with the wire. I with see. the wire. Yeah, yeah. And I, was, I wasn't supposed to play, but I just... I, okay, yeah, I'm for a month. And I had to... Everything is pureed. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, laughing. No, 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 no. no, it's funny though. But <laughs> so that then I I broke my pinky my senior year. Okay. Um, um, I've had orbital surgery, so I have quite a bit of surgeries. 
Damn, bro, you like me, big dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my body's just screaming. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. You definitely felt well from from you know what you've just said. You've you've definitely had a lot of adversity then in in your career as well, and, and dealing with injuries, dealing with illness, dealing with all the different things that that come with basketball. Um, do you think when that happened, because this would kind of happen to me, as that started to happen, my identity with basketball started to shift a little bit. When I realized, I'm like, well, shit. I ain't gonna do this forever anymore. You know, has has that happened to you? Has your identity kind of shifted yeah. away from from yeah, the yeah. game, and yeah. you're not as invested in it anymore? Yeah, hundred percent. I think like it was all that happened at once. Like once um, I knew I had to get surgery. Yeah. Like I was. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I was scrambling. I didn't know what what was next i didn't know anything i like because all i knew was basketball yeah you know what i mean it's like a scary feeling isn't it's, it? it's super yeah because i remember sitting there after an appointment i just went back in the car and then uh i sat there and i was just quiet and then my mom was like how'd it go and i was like it's all right but that's all i said and i just sat there and uh-huh. what i was thinking in my mind is like yo <laughs> I have to figure out. I have to get a job. Like, what am I, I going to do next? What am I? I and thought your it was mind over. starts racing. Uh huh. And so I had no, no clue, no nothing. Right. So then, um, and then I was having my daughter as well. So with so much idle time, I started. Um, I just wanted to be no more about my body. Right. So switch diet. Um, I got back to reading, and then once I I read a. Um, a book the it's called like the mindful athlete by like george mumford so once i read that book and it changed my whole perspective on like basketball and life that's what like helped to introduce meditation and stuff like that into my and mindfulness into my life mm-hmm. and then i started thinking um like damn basketball is not the only thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i don't i actually can't play yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah, i yeah. i'm there's a machine that's moving my leg for me i actually can't play so I'm, now it kind of opened that door that there's i'm gonna have to think about something else and it um, forced you to do that yeah mm. yeah and did you have a hard time detaching your identity from this deal you know, i'm daniel mullings i play basketball this is what i do from that um yeah but then i think also that made me say i really want to have a another um part of my identity than just a basketball player like that made me um want to really figure that other side right because i really didn't from then i was like okay yeah i don't want to any everybody to just say you're a basketball player and there's nothing else. So, like, I really, um, I, I didn't want that identity, you know what I mean? So it made me kind of go in and work towards, you know, continuously figuring out what else um, is there, you know? just Has it been a tough out. journey, figuring that out? Um, yeah, very. Yeah. You know, it's um, one, trying to, like, pinpoint and identify. What it is um, you want to do? What is it, like, what that looks like you know what mm-hmm. i mean um because at that time um at that time i wasn't interested in doing like the like coaching or anything yeah, like yeah. that like <laughs> i was like you know like i think because 
at a point, I was one of those guys that were like, yo, when I'm done basketball, I'm done. Yeah. Because we put so much into this, like, I'm done. But as going along and being, um, you know, a natural leader and mentor, like, in the spaces I am, like, as far as, like, teams and stuff, it's like, it comes natural that I'm just mentoring teammates or, like, the younger generation. And, um, and finding a love and a passion for that, you know, like, being able to coach. Like, I was, um, I, I was coaching last year. Um, with Shamar Coombs okay and uh, his prep team and I f like fell in love with that like the whole coaching and getting involved with um, basketball in that aspect youth you know like mm -hmm. in the youth and the community and everything like that so I think um, it took me a little while but I feel like um, you know just continuously seeking out um, I kind of have a, a good understanding of what that would look like now compared to before so in, in 2016, after your microfracture surgery, I'm going to ask you this. Do you, do you think from that point when you were like, you said all right to your mom and you're thinking about, you know, what you're going to do, mm -hmm. did you elongate your career because you didn't know what else to do next? Is that why you've continued to play? Um, I wouldn't, at that point, uh, no, because I, what happened was I went through that initial phase of like, what? what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And then once I had, I did the surgery, right? Um, because what made me think like that initially was the doctor's opinions, mm. right? And they can make or break, like, <laughs> yeah. them, them people, like, yeah. appreciate them, but some of them can, like, make or break, like, just people in general and <laughs> yeah. an athlete, because somebody, I went to a couple of them, and they would look at the, my knee and be like, damn, this is the worst knee I've seen. <laughs> I, <laughs> and yo, you know, a memory I'll never forget. It was like probably like the second opinion. I went to this guy, and I can't even remember his name, so. Not important. But it's not even important. But I went to this guy, and the man said, I hope you have enough money saved up because it looks like you won't be playing too long, more than a year. And, dog, this is my second year pro <laughs> that he's telling me this. Oh, he's like, yo, there's another NBA guy, but, like, he's got millions. Sick. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. And, and so, we don't have millions. And we don't. And like, yeah, bro, yeah. this is my second year. Yeah, also, yeah, like, what yeah. do you, like, what? So all that, you know, just... um just made my my thoughts just race and just all over the place yeah like and then i seen a third um you know what that's called though what fear that's facts yeah mm -hmm. fear bro fear mm -hmm. that's so scary super so fucking scary man super yeah like you know what i mean because so much things are just going through like in a blink of an eye <laughs> You know? Am I a failure? What did I do? I wasted time. I have all these decisions yeah, I, I mean, made. Damn, yeah. I should have stretched more. I should have <laughs> yeah, listened. And it's little things like that. That's yes. like, if I had taken that, bro, that time, that time, yo, I should have gone to the or yes. yeah, I went to the club instead of stretching. Instead of stretching. That's, that's, yeah. that's, why, that's why I tore my yeah. ACL or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's those little, those yep. little things. Those, yep, yep. Yeah. You start going back, going back. Yeah, like, man. damn, damn. Yeah. Everyone's saying, yeah, stretch, stretch, stretch. And I was like, I don't need a stretch. Yeah. Like, I can just windmill all in, in slides. Yeah. I don't need a stretch. And now I'm looking, I'm like, damn. I probably should have stretched. I probably should have stretched, you know? <laughs> so I seen um 
I went to a third appointment, um, and a surgeon, uh, Dr. Chahal, he, like, was so optimistic and was like, all right, cool, like, this is bad, but, like, let's do the surgery and then we'll get you right and see where you can go. See, like, if you if you work hard on the rehab, yeah, then get you four or five years more to do what you want to do what you want to do like if you want to do that right it's all about the rehab so once i got that 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 like kind of like a breath of fresh air reassurance then i was like all right cool so now the accountability comes back on me Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh so if i attack this rehab like it's a like it's a game Mm -hmm. right or it's like it's like it's a season um then I believe in myself so much that I will recover. You know what I mean? Like I will, re- I'll, I'll make a recovery, and then I'll get back to doing what I need to do. So I think that belief, it didn't. Um, that wasn't me, like just you know st- trying to stretch my career. That was me saying like, all right, cool. You know what? I, there's a slight chance, and I believe in myself so much that that chance to me. It, it it can happen when you when you do decide to say okay time is up mm-hmm. whenever that is i don't know if that's now or whenever that is it's coming it, <laughs> <laughs> my body's screaming it's coming <laughs> so when that when that day comes is your belief regimented only just in basketball or is it is it regimented in the fact that you know you're going to be perfectly fine when you do decide that you're okay to die now you know as as we like to say yeah um I, I I really do, yeah. Right, you know, I really do, cause um, right now I actually feel like it's I'm in that transitional phase. Mm-hmm. Like you How's know, feel? if we're being honest, I feel like I'm really in that transition. We're, 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 we're being honest. This is that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah, like I I I really do feel like it's that transitional phase. You know, like it's 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 um, a collection of things. It's knowing my purpose in the next in my second life which is um being that um that mentor and that that person that 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 leader that can guide the youth just focusing my attention um you know in 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 that direction and knowing that um just i got to stay strong and and just got to keep um you know um, focus on the task because sometimes it could be there are days where it's you know it, there's tough days and there's frustrating days especially like not playing right now like it, there's just, there's days where you do like it seems like nothing is going on yeah it <laughs> seems like nothing is going on in the in the journey and in the process and then you kind of start thinking like shit like, like what the fuck am I doing you know what I mean? Because it's just confusing. But like, it's I feel like I just have to keep my mental strong, and um, you know, just push through every day. Um, you know, I gotta have the same. My habits and my routines have got to be strong, and like consistent. I think consistency is the key. So it's like for me, I um, wake up and then I I meditate. And I have to go to the gym in the morning to work out because it's like, you know, something I've been accustomed to my whole life. Mm -hmm. But just like the basketball court, the gym 
that space is where I'm able to um, kind of have a refresher and let go and be able to, you know, um, just release all that's going through my mind. So I'm able to release, then I can refocus on my, um, what I, like the tasks that I need to get done. You know what I mean? And um, so I think it's just keeping a, that's how I keep a strong, like mental balance and core. You know, it's continuously um, that checking in with myself, um, having a great partner, you know, on your side that for those days that are mm-hmm. tough, that is able to um, to be that support for you, you know, like to Very be important. that support and to, to, to be able to hold you up on those days that are tough and seems like nothing is happening. But yeah. it's, it's all that 1% every day. You know what I mean? And um, it, like be, truly finding out now that this is all the shit that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like of being an entrepreneur, building a, a, a business. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is completely different than, than basketball now. So the approach is 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 a little bit different. Like having the same mindset, but the approach of it, like not dealing with some of the things that I had to do um, in basketball, but the daily Every day is is just different. Some people don't have a plan at it's all. It's not right? that easy though, brother. You know, uh, like I we know, know. We, we know, know. Yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah, like yeah. It, that's why you're here. <laughs> it took it took and, and you know it took me a very long time to kind of know what that is and be comfortable with it and be comfortable mm-hmm. with it. You know, I think like having um, like having an idea of it, but not being able to put it together. So my partner and I. Uh, Misha Clark. Mm-hmm. We have Unlock Souls, which mm-hmm. is um, you know our, our our business and our brand. It's a multifaceted uh, brand that um, you know we provide resources and services that um, entail uh, mindfulness uh, mentorship programs for the kids. Beautiful. You know, um, you know we we'll, we have we'll have curriculum and stuff like that where we can like get in there and really um, show these kids critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, skills and strategies of how to approach situations differently. Um, uh, so I think just having that firm understanding of building that base and now what to do, it makes it easier to transition. You know what I mean? So that's one aspect. And then the other aspect is my body is talking to me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, like, I wouldn't say as far as old age, but it's more so just surgery. Like, a lot of surgeries are, um, now I'm starting to feel all the, the like, the blowback from the surgeries, you know what I mean? Like, the, like, uh, you know, like, the arthritis. Arthritis, yeah. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? In this cold weather, <laughs> you know? Like, waking, like, stretching and getting up is not the same or it's easy just because of that, you know what I mean? And, um I got all these scars and everything to show it. to show for it. So I think you know, just listening to your body yeah. and just understanding that, like you know, it's that it's that time. And now knowing what I want to do to be able to transition yeah. into that second phase, like um, that it, it's it's all timing and it's it's getting there. So my partner Misha, she kind of helped glue that and to bring those ideas 
and the vision I had like mm. together and make a tangible business and to make it like yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. um you know just to be able to you know collaborate and to, to really put that together um so now comfortably I can sit here and say this is what this transitional phase and that's part of the program too you know what I mean is to help is to help um starting from the youth but then it goes up to guys like us you know what i mean that yeah. kind of are figuring it out but for some of our peers that we i'm pretty sure we know mm -hmm. that sometimes elongate their careers mm -hmm. because they don't know what to do so like you're you're playing and you might see maybe you know one of your homies still playing and it's like ah you know what i mean it, it's it, it's that time but they don't want to do it and don't want to even confront it I think that's the biggest part about it is like at some point you got to be real with yourself and be able to look yourself in the mirror. It's hard. It's hard as shit, man. Like it's super hard, especially when you've been doing this. Like especially when we're, you're good and elite in a certain Come on, skill, Come on. that's the only thing you know. And then you're like, I'm taking this all the way to the highest level possible. And that's all you know, right? Well, that's what so you're trained to do. Exactly. Because right. if I if I decide to, like I can't put my all into this, but be like, I got this on this, I got this right. over here. Just, exactly. Just think, like you, you're Exa taught to like, no, you have to go for this you have all. To, right. But there's there is there are like repercussions to that decision. To that 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 like I feel like that is part of that contract that we signed. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's funny because sometimes you know when they we're growing up and they're telling us like okay this is your plan a but to have something on the side right it sounds easy to say yeah <laughs> it sounds easy to say but you're not really showing us how to do how that to do that uh, so now we have to learn through experience and trial and error and then it's how do you expect us to do that now when you become uh very good and elite in what you do how do you tell someone well you're one of the top or the top in this right here but still figure this out yeah. how it does doesn't go it doesn't go together and then so it's like when you're going you focus so much on this aspect then we're starving this side and that's where the i think that's where the issue comes of the transition because then we like this is why it's so important to like the podcast is important like the, of this just transitioning because it's like a, a lot of the times we just don't know it's kind of like we don't know in our sport we're at the top then when you come into real life or the second life bro you back if you don't have any idea of what you're doing or or some sort of person that's in a field to kind of walk you there mm -hmm. it's like you're back at ground zero and Damn. now you're 29 and and or 30. You're, you're 29 30 at the bottom all right right and it's like you're used to being up here and this so it's uncomfortable and now you're frustrated because it's like you're getting treated as like entry level <laughs> Right, or people just associate you with basketball. With basketball, and now now you're not a part of that, so you got to keep explaining that. Now you got to, you know what I mean? Like they, you come here and they just think it's basketball, or you have basketball related to offer, when they don't know any the other part of you and anything else. So like it becomes frustrating. But you know, part of the 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 Unlock Souls program that we'll also touch on is having that space. 
and balance and you know what i mean mm-hmm. the space and balance for uh for that transition of people to be able to to help figure out what that next move is without being in the gray area for too long because mm-hmm. sometimes we are in that gray area and then it becomes that's where the derail happens because then you feel like you're alone you don't want to talk to no one right because it's like well, who can relate who can relate to you and and maybe you stopped your sport because not by choice by an injury you know what i mean something happened and now it just stopped so abrupt that you just you're just by yourself lonely so it's it's so difficult to be able to climb through that right mm-hmm. so um with all you've accomplished thus far you've been playing nine years you went d1 played pro long career is it difficult for you to say that you were that you've had a successful career without having all the the tangible and physical things to to represent that do you feel like you've gotten enough out of basketball I would say so because um, I just know that at each level that I played basketball I gave it everything right I gave I never cheated the game I gave it everything I approached every game um, like a killer with that mentality of I want to win everything. I want to be the best. I want to compete against the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I blood, sweat, and tears. I've bled over this plenty times. Trust me. <laughs> I I have the scars to show for it. Yep. I have. I don't even know how many stitches collectively I have <laughs> in my. I've had yep. like over this. How many surgeries? Um. Um. You know success i've had um i've won at every level you know what i'm saying like and the best thing for me is during this journey is i was a i was i did it my way and i was able to bring like my people with me like Mm. wherever i went i was able to bring like a family member a close friend with me like you know i was able to bring my brothers to 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 my brothers were able to watch like at crown league we have family members i was able to have my family there Mm mm-hmm you know my my brothers my 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 close friends cousins people that i loved were able to be along the ride for me i was able to like include people on my journey and to be able to show them you know part of the things that come with being in our basketball life you know what i mean and that's success and that's yeah for me that's success and mm-hmm. the, the, like you know to see them happy in those settings and are able to it makes me happy for them to be able to be like yo my brother or my friend and my or my cousin played in this and I went to this game and I went here after like that for me is enjoyment and what's what makes me happy so I would say like my I'm happy uh, when everything is all said and done I'll be able to look back and to be able to enjoy my career for what it is man and to be able to go through highlights and to go through things like properly because mm-hmm. i never you know unfortunately i never really was able after each accomplishment i never really sat back and said and looked at it and said damn like yo we actually won this championship here like this is how we did it and really enjoyed it after we won a championship it was like we won 
And then we celebrated, and then I'm like, all right, cool, I'm leaving for Finland to go here. <laughs> and then so on. And Finland, I won, and I'm like, all right, cool, boom. One, this is nice, what's next? But never really got to sit back mm-hmm. and enjoy like everything, enjoy the ride, and to be able to, you know? And be present in that moment. Exactly. Same with me. Never enjoyed my right? career. Never, never enjoyed it. Never. Never enjoyed it. Right? Always, you know, trying to get to the next thing, trying mm-hmm. to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say one tangible thing that an athlete or someone else who is going to go through some form of transition in life, what's the first thing they should do? Um, uh, acceptance. That's a bar. I think that's the main thing. Cause Have you done that? Yeah. Hmm. How'd yeah. you do that? Yeah. Um, sat down and kind of mapped everything out and looked at it and kind of said, looked at things from one side and then the other side and um, just being, like I said, being fully honest with myself. Like, all right, cool. I think everything has to be aligned. So... Am I mentally still here, present in wanting to, like, hoop? In my case, hoop, you know? Physically, is it still there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spiritually, am I there? Like, everything has to be connected, right? For you to still want to do something. And if they're not all aligned, then you have to accept that. And you have to see seek why. And then... Like, it's difficult, but you're going to have to accept that and now do the be willing to kind of right away. If you are if you accepted it and you're still, like, playing and finishing off, now's a time where you got to be really hitting the ground, working and figuring out what is next. What mm-hmm. could I do? So by the time that I'm actually finished, that I have an idea that I can just move into. But if you don't accept it and you keep thinking, like, oh, I can play but you're not mentally into into it you're gonna get some like physically yeah man. <laughs> it's gonna you yeah, know yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. mentally there and physically it's, it's gonna come around it'll show. and then it'll show yeah and then like life and like universe is a great teacher it'll <laughs> it'll if you don't want to accept it then it'll force you you know what i mean so i thought yeah. would say like accepting it first and then being able to go in and um you know, um, just face that adversity straight, like face to face and then figure it out. Do you think um, figuring it out is is the is the because personally, I hate saying that I hate saying I'm going to figure it out. It's a part of it. I understand mm-hmm. that. But do you think there's there's a I say there's a better way or an, another way of, of, of going about it. is there an actual tangible thing that I can do not to not to say that like mm-hmm. you have to answer that but is there a better way of us saying that um, that's a good question um, if you're right um, uh, no, bro, it stumps me too. I, I'm trying to figure out a better. That's why I asked the question. I'm, yeah. figure, I'm trying to figure that. I'm trying to figure out how to how to not fig, how to not say that we're figuring, figuring it out. <laughs> right. I think um, we're accepting. I think like once you accept, I feel like we have to um, be able to reach out to people and not be like by ourselves. So 
that that what I would say is because for me, like once I accepted, it was kind of like I was in my shell, like feeling like I was by myself, but not even given the chance to, um, you know, to try to talk to someone about how I'm feeling. Yeah. And and, um, you know, try to come up with an actual plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we can't do it by ourselves. Nope. You know, so I feel like that's when we say that sometimes um, we, we just try to do things by ourselves and it gets us nowhere. So we got to like be willing to um, let that guard down and and um, reach out and to accept the help and accept the help. You know, like yeah. we got to kind of like put that pride down a little bit, and accept that help. You know what I mean? Like reach out to um our network and people around us. It's so funny you say that because, like, think about all the people you name that help you get to where you got. Your mm-hmm. mother, was it Coach Paul, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All the people you've named thus far in the interview that have helped you get and helped you make decisions. Mm-hmm. And you did it by committee as a team. And when this part of your journey happens, we, we go like this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And you think it's just you. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not the case. And it's not, you yeah. know? Um, it's us um, not wanting to look a certain way, to be perceived a certain way, having the same bravado of that basketball player and not the person. <laughs> is that is that hard for you to let go of? Um, yes, I'm working. I'm still working on. It. I think I've like that was something that I going into the new year that I wanted to like emphasize and to work on is to get out of my own. Mm, way mm-hmm. and and you know just accepting and dropping all the you know the 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 pride and just knowing that you know there's before saying I'm by myself or dealing with this by myself like understanding that there are people around that will be willing to um to listen mm-hmm. and to to help any way that they can you know what I mean um so I'm that's something that I emphasize, and I think I've been doing a, a good a good job of it so far. And it's just an everyday challenging myself, you know? Sometimes Definitely. you get into that tug of war of, like, should I reach out? Should I not? But, like, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Right? Like, yeah, right. yeah. You're only hurting yourself if you don't. I agree. I agree. You're, uh... You're a champion. You won a championship last year. CEBL's coming up. Schedule just got released. Scarborough shooting stars. Shooting yeah, yeah. stars. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Sam, Nico, Lowe, yeah, yeah. the whole gang. Shout Rachel, out the gang, man. You know, shout out to, are you are you gonna run it back? I mean, like we got to. Why not? Okay, we got to. Okay, we got to, man. We we're we're the, we're at the top. Yeah, <laughs> chip okay. is where it needs to be. It should be here, anyways. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. we 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 got to do it bigger and better. Um, to conclude, we have a, a game that we like to play. It's called 4-3. Okay. Right? Um, you can answer with one word or one sentence. So the three, the three things I'm about to say. Uh, you ready to play? Yeah. Okay, dope. Basketball Damn. is? My first love. When you hear success is not uh, uh, a destination but a journey. What comes to mind? Um, 
overcoming obstacles in the way. When people hear the Dan- the name Daniel Mullings, what should they think of? Um, family oriented, a killer on the court, and an unlocked soul. Love. Um, you know, I've I've known you for a few years now, and oh my I dog, to, come on. I have to say. One of the you're one of the first basketball players I know of from here that has your own like unique style. Every time I see you, you got something on that I've never seen before. You know, you got you like have that. you have your and it's not it's not like you're not like you know no disrespect to anyone who does this, but you're not like a designer whore where everything needs to be some name brand something. It's just it's a color coordinated style, and you have your own uniqueness to it. The way you dress, the way and that translates onto the court, I find, you know, and those are two contrasting personalities. And I always noticed that about you and I always respected it because it's very unique and it's unique to you. And um, that's part of the reason why I asked you to be here is because I have an admiration. You know, I think what you've done on the court has been phenomenal. The way you, you know, and the way you carry yourself and the way you always show love. And um, I find that that's not something that I've received. And one of the things I wanted to do was give it. So that's why I asked you to be here. So I thank you for being open. Thank you for being honest. And I thank you for trusting me with your time. It means a lot to me. Thank you, brother. All right. So love. Love, fam. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Like always, man. You've always been, um, even just from playing. We didn't know each other, but the respect was always there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this. Like, don't get it twisted. He's a he's a legend too. Right? (laughs) Right? Like don't make me blush. There's a lot of people <laughs> throwing around this legend shit. But yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You gotta stop. And I, you know, I don't like that. And I know he didn't like he. You know, congratulations. Thank right? you. Thank you. First, thank first. You. And I know he didn't like it because I called him a legend, but he is, right? Look what he look what he's done. His 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 journey. Look what he did at school. Um, and I firsthand played with him, so I know that the mentality. That's and I think that's why. We clicked because it was a, just a, a respect, the way how you carried yourself and how you approached the game. You know what I mean? Appreciate it was that. that killer mentality. Like, yes, people didn't really, you weren't really included in that pool. <laughs> but when you came to play, like, it's good when somebody goes, yo, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then... And then it carries on, and then now your name is in that the mix in the fold. You know what I mean? So, um, I I've always um, respected respected you and respected that and how you carried yourself, and and the the crossover, this little <laughs> smooth crossover into the jumper. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like he definitely hit a clutch bucket in the championship. So yeah. I remember these things. You know what I mean? Love so man. I appreciate that. I appreciate, appreciate that. you and. Um, you know, because my, and even for recognizing just the contrast of my styles, because it's funny when you say that, now it actually makes sense. Like, you know, like how, it, it's just me, like my form of ex- expression. Yeah, yeah. And like how I, you know, just, just I have just almost confidence in myself. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't do things like for that purpose, but no. it's just because I want to do it. You know I know, I, mean? I know, and it's authentic. That's what so I mean. Like, and yeah. it's like your your style of play is aggressive, 
and you're 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 off the court you're very relax- you're yeah, very yeah, chill yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the style comes out in that yeah, and yeah. I, I was like uh, i noticed that from a long time ago mm-hmm. and I, re- I like i said that bro i respected it you know i respected that and i respected your game and you know we're, we're a bit opposite like i was never i never got credit for playing defense <laughs> because i was so much better offensively mm-hmm. and that's okay you mm-hmm. know that's my game compared that's to why, but that's why we're a team exactly you know and compared to you where it's the complete opposite so mm-hmm. you know within your career i'm gonna be at scarborough you know I'm, you Come know I'm, you know i'm repping i'm gonna be on the sideline mm-hmm. making sure i call all the games so I and I can't wait to see you out there, bro. It's gonna be good. And I and when that transition does happen, and when you do, when you do die, you're gonna have a lot of support. Knock up what you don't actually yeah. die, but you know you know yeah. the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you do die in your sport, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think you're gonna be just fine. I do, bro. I appreciate and I, uh, appreciate I'm never gonna say that you're gonna figure it out. I think you have it figured out. And I think acceptance is a, is a big part of that. And that's right. that's part of why we you know you know why we want to do this. And I, I'm I'm actually now that like since you said that it's part of the what I'm thinking I'm like yeah bro I've accepted it I've ex- I've accepted where I'm where mm-hmm. I'm at yeah I've accepted you know where where like we can go mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's a beautiful thing yeah I, I think that's what that's what I um, was able to see from you is like um, when you said you were done because. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure we probably spoke about it too. We did. You, we did. You know what I'm saying? We like, because I couldn't believe it when you said, but you're like, yo, yep, and I'm doing whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, see, the first thing was you accepted it. Like, you accepted, like, this chapter's done. That life is done. So now let me put my full attention here. Yeah. Right? Cause but like, it wasn't easy, though. Low key, I, I accepted it because I, I think I didn't have a choice. Oh, I thought I didn't have a choice. Right. But my choice was the acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, ch- I chose to accept it. Mm-hmm. And, and I was better because of it. Yeah. But the acceptance is, that means you're not one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. No. Right? Because the one foot in, one foot out is like the gray area. Well, bro, in my case, out. it was both knees was out. So. <laughs> he said, I'm out of this. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. gone. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> both knees, Achilles, it was, it was out. Everything. You know? Yeah. And like, I could still play. That's what's right. crazy. I could still play. Mm-hmm. Just not at that level. Just and, not I, and I didn't want to... To me, like you said earlier, like it'd be a disservice. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a, it'd be a disservice to the game that I can't do what I used to be able to do at the level like I want to do it at. You want to do it at? And like my mind is like, yo, you still got it. You can st- you can still hit the cross. You can, you can still, still like you can still you can still dance. You know what I mean? You can still tango. Yeah. But then when it's like when it's time to do when this, trying to go like when this? it's time when it's time to go up and down, then my mind's like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We gotta we go. It's time. Slow down, yeah, my boy. Let me, you know Slow down, I mean? my boy. Or like when it comes to like the, because you know, like professionally, it's it's not just playing the game. No, the preparation, ah, the, the scouting report, the scouting report. Come on. Like when you start to go, yo, we got the, the schemes the defensively. Schemes, the walk. Th- ah, the, as you get older, come you on, walkthroughs. You hate it. You hate it. Like, no, let's just play the game. Let's yeah. warm up. Let me stretch, warm up, and let's play the game. Bro. Right. Let me no, go home. No, there's so much to it, bro. There's mm-hmm. so, there's, there's, and then there's weights in between that. Yeah. And then there's individual shoot arounds. Yeah, there's yeah. coaching meetings. Yeah. There's individual film where they're, yeah. they're picking out all they're your defensive all mistakes <laughs> and offensive. Yo, you should have passed this. All that. And then, and then when your team's not playing well, bro, you know how many times I see, I'm not saying no names, people come out in the locker room and everyone's pissed because the team's losing. Good, yes. And everyone, they're cussing out. Yo, bro, that all of that is is I don't want to deal with that anymore. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all good. Right. I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. I've accepted that I don't want to accept that anymore. Exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Trust exactly. me, man. Trust me. But yeah, that's that's uh, 
That's it, man. I, man, love. Like I love. said, appreciate you, love, man. Love. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, guys, if you like this episode, I have a really good feeling you're going to like the other one. So if you could, do us a favor, like, comment, share, and subscribe.